0: I just wanna be free with my people to prosper and hold them down Don't you sit and wait Contemplating on a revolution that time is now. I just wanna be free I just wanna be free I just wanna be free Okay, okay another episode of the things i wish i knew about money podcast i'm your host camille smith and today on this premiere we're gonna have an exclusive person to be their exclusive they're a celebrity in, in my eyes and the last time i saw them in person or no not even in person like um online was just this evening (laughs) and stuff but the last time she was on the show uh, she was just telling some great things. And I just wanted to return Reni back on the show. Welcome. <laughs> yes, I love
1: it. Thank you for having me back, Camille. I appreciate it.
0: No worries. No worries. And I just wanted to give a, a shout out because it's when I was like looking to see like the last time you're on, I was like, holy shucks it was like in 2021 and
1: it's been like a minute it's been a,
0: a minute. hot minute but
1: yeah.
0: i've been seeing you around on social media praising you always giving you a shout out <laughs> and i even want to give a uh your flowers because one you were you were probably the first episode that hit like 100 like quick and i was like is oh. is this, is this what happens when you have celebrities on <laughs> okay. and and then i remember like you were looking at the the podcast and you're like hold up, hold up, hold hold let me just give you some credits or, or critics and like it was good criticism that i needed because i literally like it, it amplified it after and i was like okay i need to
1: do this." yeah we see here. an intro we do a new intro looking amazing <laughs> the music is crisp the visuals i love it i love to see it see i correct i correct lovingly you know i, yeah. I give loving suggestions <laughs> and then it's up to people to take it or not
0: <laughs> exactly exactly and i i took it i took it i was like all right i i understand i understand the assignment." let me try to fix this and stuff so i appreciate you uh so much and for the folks that are been sitting under a rock (laughs) who is miss rennie (laughs)
1: <laughs> so Hi, everybody. I am Rennie, also known as Rennie the resource or XO Rennie. And I am a full time content creator based in Toronto, Canada. I make content all about financial literacy, career development, lifestyle, and also travel because I believe that, you know, we can build our careers, we can improve our finances, but we need to use that money for things that we value and travel is something I really value so that is something that's the biggest place where i spend most of my money investing and traveling those are two categories (laughs) so yeah that is a little bit about me and i have been full-time for about a year and a half now almost two years i can't believe i'm saying that almost two years i've been a full-time content creator but yeah i'm loving it it's amazing and i can't wait to share more about it in this episode nice you know what folks if
0: Yo, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I haven't seen someone travel so many times yeah. in one year. I'm like to the point where I'm like, holy shucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm leaving again on Friday. I go out another job on Friday. Like, I I'll be out here, okay? I'm outside. Oh,
0: but outside. We got to be outside. And I'm really happy that you were able to become full-time with like being a content creator
1: two years. Right? september 1st or october 1st will so make two years
0: okay okay and how how does it feel because obviously now you could be remote yeah. <laughs> so you work anywhere
1: you know it, uh, it there there are pros and cons and i think mm-hmm. the pros definitely outweigh the cons i think i feel like amazing for taking the leap of faith and betting on myself and like it paid off it's like the craziest feeling ever it's like wow I did that. I really did that. Every day I look and I'm like, wow, what is this life that I have? Um, And also the flexibility that I have to travel anywhere and work from anywhere in the world is amazing. Last year I went to seven different countries. I worked from Mali, from Turkey, from Nigeria, from Mexico, from Dubai. Where else did I work from? I think there's one, the States, there's one more country, but yeah, I was working from everywhere. And I was just like, this is, this is literally the life that I dreamed of and I have yes. created it. So I just always feel really blessed. Like last week I was in Colombia, and my friend and I are both digital nomads and, or, well, not digital nomads yet, yeah, but we both can work remotely. Yes. And we are both like, wow, what a life we have like we we're just stopping and like think really grateful and thankful for it. So that's awesome. how it is. Um mostly <laughs> talk to-
0: I want people to
1: talk to you nice.
0: Do you see how you just counted down all the faces? <laughs>
1: <laughs> talk to me nice. Yeah. troubled my love, my my first love, so.
0: And I-, I think it's really important that you are able to put your your passion and and love into both at the same time because I guess not a lot of folks can say that like they try to you know find ways to be like remote and and it's I guess it's kind of tricky for folks so how were you able to I, w- I want to say you've mastered it to, to to the best of your abilities. The best of your abilities.
1: <laughs> what have I mastered exactly? Uh, the, <laughs> making travel yeah. or making my passion my full time job? Or what, what yeah. have I mastered?
0: I, I mean, yeah, because you've managed to, even with the traveling, I feel like you just added the traveling into the aspect. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely the right step doing that so how were you able to well obviously because you love traveling so it's it makes it easier but for someone that is seeing you like how can you what advice would you give someone that's like looking at you and you're like oh i really want to do this how <laughs>
1: hmm, i don't know it's very hard like i feel like I, the way that i got into it was just by trying a whole bunch of things, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing what stuck and what did not stick. So I have been a photographer at one point. I mm-hmm. uh, used to go to events every, like my whole weekend, every weekend every every of every, every single month was booked with me just going to different events and taking photos with, of people. I mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a, like the side gig that I had. It didn't stick. And then I moved on to the next thing. And I was like, hey, let me try making YouTube video, or let me try social media marketing for businesses. I started mm-hmm. doing that. It was okay and then I was like let me actually be in front of the camera and do that and then I got in front of the camera and that sucked like immediately people started resonating with the fact that I was 23 and I purchased a house so I was like oh my god like cool and then everything has just grown and grown from there I think it's all about like figuring out what you enjoy and what can also make you money at the same time but also remember that not every passion needs to be monetized as well that's a that's a
0: yes uh, Yes. i think i i find that like in the recent months i'll say is that folks are like oh if you have a passion make sure you make money off of that and like whoa whoa, chill chill not
1: always right (laughs) right
0: because because sometimes it just especially with like taxes i'm always reminding folks tax wise i'm like please please no 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 you gotta be organized
1: (laughs) exactly and like it's it's good it's good to be able to make money from something that you love like obviously that's like a dream right for most people but just remember it becomes a business and then there are things that come along with the business such as taxes as you mentioned and a lot of other things just like now you have to be consistent at it like with your hobby you know you can you can do whatever you want if you feel like it you can work if you don't feel like it you don't have to work but when it's your job but whether you like it or not you better work. <laughs> so,
0: it's true. Yeah. And it's yeah. like with with um a business. <laughs> the 9 to 5 is great cuz right at 5 you're done, but a business you're kind of like always going, right? Yeah. And, and all that stuff. But like yeah. hmm. Yeah. Cuz I remember one of your big come-ups were like the brand deals that you've been getting. Cuz like yeah. it's I like how like you were using the traveling and, and having the tripod and stuff and just like exploring how to work with the, the content that you're making. But when you started seeing the brands mm-hmm. coming true, how, how, how I, I need you to break that down. How are you able to um, like as a content creator or influencer able to, to get those those brand deals?
1: Um honestly I was just really deliberate about positioning my brand my personal brand in the finance space because Mm -hmm. I wanted to be known as the finance girly and I realized that like there are so many creators in the lifestyle and the travel in the career space but in finance especially in Canada there aren't very many of us so I was like okay let me start making a lot of content here and being very deliberate so even though I want to show all parts of my personality it was like Mm -hmm. I can show all parts but I am gonna if for every like so if, if i'm posting five posts three of them are going to be finance, two will be lifestyle or whatever else that i uh, want to do so that's where i really started just being deliberate about what i wanted to be known for and then once you start to like create amazing content in the niche that you want to be known for and you're actively pro uh promoting it because that's another thing people do they create the content but then are you sharing it anywhere Who, who's <laughs> knowing about your content nobody knows you so you have to show you have to definitely actively um promote your own content so that's what i started Mm. to do and Mm. um i would share like the way i was sharing you've you've seen me on facebook on instagram Mm -hmm. on linkedin on whatsapp stories on like snapchat back when i used to use snapchat like twitter every single platform i would share my videos there so that Mm. anybody who saw it I'm gonna be top of mind when finance comes to mind probably Renny's gonna be top of mind and then um uh, the like brands just started reaching out because it was like oh you're a perfect fit you talk about what we the products that we are talking about and another thing i did was i tagged brands in my posts even though i wasn't getting paid for it at that time okay that's yeah. the
0: secret sauce <laughs> yeah.
1: i think that is like a game changer people like don't want to tag brands so they're like oh i'm not getting paid for it but i'm like they don't know you. So you have to start posting. You will get on their radar. Yeah. And then once you are on their radar, then they can say, okay, Brandy's content or Camille's content really resonates with ours. And she already uses our products. This is a perfect brand fit. Like TV True. Bank, who I started, that was like one of my first videos showing how to invest on the TV. Uh, Platform now. This year, I did a huge brand deal with them, which was like a high five figure brand deal. And it's like there's money to be made, but that's (laughs) two years of me posting and posting about TV for them to actually come uh, and work with me. So yeah, it takes time.
0: I'm glad you said that because I'm pretty sure, like. I remember posting um the article that you had like that you made five figures in one month and people were like yo i bet this that i'm like no she's been putting in work
1: for <laughs> time yeah like people i don't know that article was crazy honestly that, like the comments in that article i was like yeah people are miserable very very <laughs> miserable but yeah people were saying a lot of stuff but yeah i'm like i've been working at this i've actually been creating content since I was in high school just like for fun but finance content yeah. since 2020 and I'm yeah. like back then I was posting twice a week on my um on my YouTube I was mm. posting like two YouTube videos a week is no joke uh, for <laughs> everyone and then I was posting like five days a week on my Instagram like I did not I was very serious about it from the beginning and yes. now we're seeing the fruits two years later but it was easy. it could have been easy to quit back then. I'm glad I'm glad I didn't.
0: I'm glad you have a thick skin and all that yeah. good stuff <laughs> because you know what? It was a, the funny thing is most folks that um I showed it to obviously praised you and stuff. They I wouldn't say the people were hating. It was just like they were like wow. I bet this like it was just ridiculous. I'm like, "Nah, I've been following her. She's been putting in the work like every yeah. any chance i can because i don't know where you find the time <laughs>
1: well it's my full-time job at this point
0: i uh true true because there's times that i'm like oh my gosh when posted that okay just <laughs> just post hers because i ain't got no time to do this <laughs> but it's like there's certain things that i know that I technically have to post because like, if I'm talking about taxes, I got to talk about taxes. If the federal budget's coming out, um, I got to post about that because everyone knows me as like someone that's content about taxes and things. And and then I saw the big one for you is you meeting the prime minister. And folks, I don't care what you think about the prime minister. We're just talking about, her experience <laughs> how yeah. was that experience
1: it was good and again i also agree nobody cares if you like the prime minister or not <laughs> people are like oh you're a liberal scum and i was like bro i don't even vote for liberals. but whatever y'all say but um yeah i got the opportunity to meet the prime minister of canada justin trudeau and i got to meet him because I got an email from like the YouTube. They have like a civics team at YouTube who focuses on government, basically. Okay. And they were looking for, they were trying, they're trying to do something different where a lot of Canadians don't get their news from the traditional news sources anymore. They don't watch TV, they don't read newspapers. I'm sure I don't read, I don't do any of that. So <laughs> um, a lot of people don't get their news from there, but instead they get it online from like creators and things like that. So they mm-hmm. thought of the idea to invite creators to the budget federal reading of the budget for 2023. And I was one of the like seven or eight creators that were chosen in the country. I was actually in Antigua at the time, I get the email. And i was like shoot i have to come home early so i obviously booked a flight home real quick i didn't yeah. know i was gonna meet justin trudeau um mm-hmm. they just told us that we were gonna meet the minister of finance which was cool mm-hmm. to me christian yeah. and then as we were there they were like oh justin wants to meet you and we're like justin trudeau and they're like yeah he's gonna i was like okay and then we stayed there for maybe 20 minutes having a discussion with him uh so yeah. that was very cool but yeah, it was a really good experience and i'm like wow just because of my content like i'm able to meet the prime minister what is going on
0: so yeah that's that's crazy i bet people are like how yeah. how sway how and I'm really honestly i'm glad you have thick skin because i'm pretty sure people are like what the heck what is going yeah. on here
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, some of the comments like an uh because I, I think I made like forty thousand dollars in a month or something, and mm-hmm. I posted the, ar- the article, right? And then yeah. I, I didn't. They used a picture of me and Trudeau in that article, even though it had nothing to do with Trudeau. So all the, so when they posted it on Facebook, all mm. the comments. Oh my oh. god! Someone was like, "This is Trudeau's side chick." I was like, "Jesus!" No! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow! What a life!" Yeah, but oh, uh, you a- know
0: what? You want to know why they kind of probably said that because uh-huh. isn't that the same time um
1: oh tw- uh, Tori? <laughs> uh. And i didn't even
0: i was like Ew, he has a side dick
1: i know <laughs> questionable questionable choices <laughs> um but yeah I-, I don't know it was just a yeah I, I i developed thick skin after that but you know what my yes. followers were in the comments like y'all
0: going in room, been watching
1: yeah. her from time like yeah so i was i felt really good about that but Big yeah up
0: your followers for, real, <laughs> real. for holding people, it down
1: those people can't they can't they can't get to me because they don't know me right so it doesn't really exactly. matter yeah. yeah i'm oh
0: shoot i didn't even think of that aspect because i was thinking of like do's and don'ts of like you know having a brand deal but even like the do's and don'ts of being affected by the comments is, mm-hmm.
1: is the big because
0: sometimes yeah. the comments are wild
1: yeah it's like don't take it to heart <laughs> that's the don't like you literally if you take it to heart you cannot yeah. survive here because People just say the craziest things all the time. And of course it's because they're protected by their anonymity, I can never say that word, anonymity, anonymity, (laughs) yeah. Like they are anonymous, so they feel like they can say whatever they want. Uh, And so that's, I, I always take it like, okay, well, if you guys like you guys don't know me so it doesn't really matter what you say and that's just the logic i've had to have because yeah if i took it to heart i would be struggling okay i would have quit from time especially uh when it comes to racist comments like that's what happens often with like when i got into the youtube black program racist mm. comments on racist comments i was like damn okay and then wow. um i what i've been to like a few south asian weddings so i went to a pakistani wedding and an indian wedding last, this year and last year the comments yeah. were just so racist and i was like what is going on so uh if i took that to heart i don't know where i, I would i would have quit a long time ago if i took so these to heart um, true, yeah. so true so yeah.
0: true i'm, I'm <laughs> glad i'm glad you just like pew
1: yeah (laughs) another another don't with brand deals is like don't work with brands that don't align with your values or Mm. that don't feel right to you like in content creation you can make a lot a lot a lot of money if you just took every brand deal that's coming your way but not all money is good money there are a lot of crooked people a lot of like you know, a lot of celebrities took deals with crypto companies, for example, that were like crypto exchanges that just disappeared in people's money. I'm glad I never took any of those, even though they offer you thousands and thousands of dollars. Like it's it's tempting still, but I was just like, nah, my it doesn't sit right with my with my spirit, yeah. and I'm glad I didn't take any of those things. Yeah, uh, so that would be another don't of brand deals.
0: <laughs> That's true because. I mean, it depends on how you feel about um, crypto and everything. I just, I, I just can't. I just, yeah. I just can't. And I've heard folks like
1: get get scammed, hardcore, big hard, like hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, bad. it's actually really bad, uh, and it's because there are a lot of unlicensed exchanges here, so they can just run off with their money anytime they want, and that's exactly what they do. So mm-hmm. I um of the belief that i only work with brands even no matter how much they're paying me it has to sit well with me and my spirit and okay. uh just know that it's something that's in line with me and that if my followers use this and it blows back on that on them it's that's on me right and i yeah. think I- I take that that responsibility so seriously. Uh, That's why I built a lot of trust with my audience as well, because they know that anything I recommend, Mm -hmm. I stand by it. And also, if I stood by something and now I no longer stand by it, I will also say that on my platforms. And I have said it a number of times where I'm like, I used to work with this brand. I no longer endorse them. If you use them... Go that's your own that's like that's has nothing to do with me anymore. Um, so
0: that's really great because I I don't know if you heard about the Bacchanal that, that happened with EYL, but
1: yeah. Uh... I don't, I've never watched or listened to any of their content. Really? I don't, know it's weird. I, don't I don't actually don't consume much content from other people. okay, um, okay. Yeah.
0: Cause like when well, first of all, they were trying to say like it's your fault if you got scammed by them. I'm like guys
1: yeah. wait uh, who are they par- did they partner with somebody who scammed them or
0: um they just were like the people that were on their show eventually scammed folks and then they're like yo it's because of eyl we trusted mm. you mm. and they're like we didn't know they were scamming and then people are like well you need to do your research and and that's why i'm very like wary as well i'm like the things I promote as well, because that's yeah. that's really important. Because if you have if your followers um, trust in you, you definitely want to make sure like you you check out things. You're like, okay, see this? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah,
1: nah. <laughs> I I get it from EYL standpoint too, because it's like okay, like I actually did not know these people were scammers when they came on my my platform. You know, um, so obviously it's not it's not their fault that this mm-hmm. person is a scammer. But anyone you have in your platform, you are giving them a huge platform to then influence your followers. So you should Absolutely. take some accountability after. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they definitely did it. But oh, and man. then there was a time when I was like, "Yeah, I want to be the Canadian EYL." And I was like, Ooh, no, "Actually, <laughs> I take it back." Exactly, because I'm like, oh, "That's the that's the type of thing that I don't want on like yeah. in my spirit and and heart and all that good stuff." But. I I remember you mentioning that you were in the Black Creators YouTube. Like, is is that what helped you, like, push through or, like, be... But even though I know that you were in marketing and that was, like, how you're able to master everything that you're doing. But do you think, like, that like push through everything yeah
1: so the thing i quit my job october 1st 2021 and then on that exact same day i got a call saying that i or email i can't remember saying that i was um accepted into the youtube black program and it was just like a sign i was like wow i've made the right decision to leave this job and then it was they give you like a It's a fund. So they give you like some money, a grant for the year. And Mm -hmm. it's enough to like hold you over. And like you can basically quit your job with that money. Well, depending on where you live. In Toronto, you can't really, but because I live with my parents, it was okay. (laughs) Um, And I. Not
0: downtown Toronto. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to quit. Oh, I already quit, um, and I'm like, okay, this is a sign that like I can keep going. So I feel like it helped me because they have one-on-one courses where you are meeting with experts and like learning from them and learning more about uh, how to succeed on YouTube. But then yeah. also you get the money, and money is always super helpful. Like there are so many accelerator programs that teach you stuff, but when they give you the money, that's that's the real value um, because it allows you to like not focus on working and just focus strictly on your craft. So true. Yeah. That's
0: what that, I decided to do yeah that's great because I think for the folks that are like true like working towards being content creator, definitely having that uh, safety net with the funds helps you be creative. Oh how how do you get your creative juices flowing? at times
1: (laughs) okay good question so i have a few places where i get like ideas or inspiration the first one would be my audience so a lot of times when i post a video they will ask more questions in the caption in the comment section and i know that okay this could be another video that i create for example i made a post about home ownership because i would just i received a email i mean a message from my bank saying that my mortgage rate has gone up again and i was like you know what i'm tired so i made a a whole post about about it it went a little viral because people were not happy but I basically was saying that homeownership if it's your primary residence is not Mm -hmm. an investment and so that was the first idea but then Mm -hmm. I um my followers were commenting and saying oh can you tell us more about like the cost of homeownership so then Mm -hmm. I started a series about the cost of homeownership so I just get like ideas naturally from the comments that my followers are asking me uh, also, I look at Google Trends. So Google Trends is a great thing that a lot of people could use. And it just allows you to see what is currently trending right now. And it your video is more likely to be pushed when you are making videos that are on trend, just because like, People are ready. It shows you what people are already searching for, so your video is more likely to be picked up in the SEO search algorithm and all that stuff. So that's the second thing (laughs) that I do. Google Trends is the plug. Everyone should tap into it.
0: Secret sauce again. I just (laughs) Google.
1: Yeah, it's like it's awesome. You can like turn to finance and then like see the different topics that are being talked about during finance. I relate to finance. Another thing that I do is I look at what is currently going on like um what seasons is it right now so is it tax season for example tax season is a great time to make videos about rsps about tax deductions about filing your taxes like that would be a perfect time to do that um financial literacy month is in november i believe yeah yeah. in
0: canada and then april for the states yeah so you got to do both
1: yeah so you can make like that would be a good day, a good month to put out like basic personal finance content that everyone should know. You can have a series like this. Is, it's financial literacy month. Here are 30 tips to know over the next 30 days. And then every day you post a tip about financial literacy, like something like that. That works too. <laughs> <soon. But again, laughs> idea, idea. Yeah. And then what else? How else I think those are the main ways that I find ideas Uh, and also just like getting inspired by like what I see my family and friends talking about uh, regularly. Like a lot of, a lot of people are just confused about money in general. So it's easy. Like if they have something that they're always like, my friend had a whole, we had like 40 minute conversation about credit cards and how to use a credit card and this. And I was like, damn, I wish I recorded this for a podcast episode (laughs) because it was so good. Like she was just asking me question after question after question. And her questions are so basic things that I like, would maybe think, oh, everyone knows this, right? But she she didn't know it. And I was like, I should have recorded this conversation. It would have Shucks, yeah. right.
0: I i get that a lot too. Like, and cause and the sucky thing is when you love talking about it, you'll just like chat away. You're like, this you're like, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Now the question is, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, is do you use AI?
1: Yes, I do now actually, but I don't, I've never used it to create my ideas. It's more so that I use it to, um, build upon. So I will say like, okay, Hey chat GPT. I want to make a video about, uh, investing in the stock market. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk touch on the TFSA, RSP, and RESP. Can you please write out a script? And it writes out a beautiful script for me. And also I use it for my podcast as well. On my okay. podcast, I interview different people and talk about mm-hmm. how they went broke trying to do XYZ. Uh, if sh- shameless plug, my podcast is called Don't Go Broke Trying. <laughs> we will
0: definitely put that in the show notes. Don't yeah. worry. I got you. I got you.
1: Thank you. And um, yeah, so I <laughs> I have that and because i um because i interview guests i will like put the their bio into chat and i'll say can huh. you please create 15 questions uh, uh, related to the bio and the topic and come out with that and uh, like this season i like from may till july every yeah. single weekend i like yeah. recorded podcast episodes so i would have enough for the next year nice. and I created all of them using ChatGPT. all the questions using ChatGPT. Sometimes you have to edit it a little because it's not perfect, but it's so helpful and it saves you a lot of time.
0: <laughs> I am. My mind is blown. <laughs>
1: yeah, that it's so you helpful.
0: That.
1: Even if you want to create like I created like an outline template for my podcast so that yeah. my guests like here's like here's what you can expect. Here's mm-hmm. what you should bring. All this stuff, and ChatGPT GPT wrote it out for me. Like, I give them the notes, they make it nice and pretty, and I put it into a Notion page after that.
0: Okay, see, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Renny is literally showing y'all gems because right <laughs> now I'm like, damn, why can't I do this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone needs to get into AI. Like, I think it is the next big thing. What it is, obviously, I mm-hmm. actually just did a deal with Microsoft about this. Thank you, thank you. And it's about AI and, like, how I use AI in yeah. my everyday work. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Golly. <laughs> huh. And did we – well, now that we know, like, don't take things to heart. Make sure that you're aligned. Like, don't take deals that don't align with your um, values. Mm-hmm. <sighs> do, do you consider, like, folks – like this being like a passive income type of way, because I think like some folks are like, "Oh, I want to get the bag. I want to secure the bag." Yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot of people see how much money I'm making because I do share. While well, I use, I don't anymore. But I was sharing on the first day of every month. Uh, I would yeah. share how much I made for the month, yeah. and a lot of people would be like, "Oh, it's time for me to become a content creator." And I'm like, mm, "Yes, you could, but." this money for example for instance isn't typical first of all like it's not the typical salary of a content creator it's because i'm in a very unique niche uh that i am able to make this amount of money because i'm working with banks and people brands that have big budgets and there's not as much competition in this niche um and also i feel like it's not passive at all like you need to be working regularly if i stop working today i can't i i won't be okay next exactly year. Yeah, like right now i've made enough money for the year where i don't have to work for the rest of the year but <laughs> <if> I, <laughs> but i couldn't like sustain this for like i couldn't just stop working now and, never, and not um make money forever yeah it's not passive but there are some streams of passive income that you can get, but like mm-hmm. the, the main income is not passive, like creating brand deal, creating videos for brand deals. Um, but like I get passive income for my YouTube videos, for example, where I'm getting ad on my YouTube videos every month, whether I make a video or not, I still get um, ad on the old videos. Nice. And- Yeah, so that's a good one. Like last year, I was going through a breakup. I I did not record videos for three months because I was just like, oh, time, yeah, I was stressed. Um, (laughs) and uh, I was still making some money because of adsense, so that's good. But it can't sustain you uh, long term, in my opinion. And then the second way is affiliate income. So Mm -hmm. I would post about like EQ Bank, for example, or. Um, any of the financial institutions, well, simple, and then I will get a little cut of that money because I am um, an affiliate for them. So,
0: nice. Those are the
1: two passive forms of income. And then I also have, co- um, what is that called? I also have a budget template or like a financial oh, tracker that yeah. I created. So now every month I get a little bit of money from that as well because people have been buying it. I literally have not promoted it in months, but I still get people who buy it, which is nice.
0: It's like it'sy, right?
1: Yeah, on Etsy, exactly. Or Etsy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, th- those are the good ones, and I think with the YouTube, what's the criteria for YouTube?
1: So you have to have five, four thousand watch hours on your video,
0: Trust. which is a lot. <laughs>
1: like I am current, I currently have. Um, I just started a new channel for my podcast. And I'm currently at like a thousand hours. So that's pretty good because my episodes are like an hour long. So people, if you watch it, it's easy to get the hours if you get views, plus people watch it for the whole time. But honestly, it's hard to keep someone's attention for an hour. So, um, yeah, (laughs) I have that where I, um, so, I have like a thousand hours on that. So, getting towards the monetization part. And then you also need a thousand subscribers, which is the hard, which is can be a little tricky. So, even if your videos go viral, but you have no followers, you actually yeah. do not uh, get any money off of that. But once you do, then you can apply for the YouTube Partner Program. Mm-hmm. And the YouTube Partner Program, they split costs, they sp- they'll put ads on your videos, and then it's like a 40 60 or 55 45 split between you and YouTube uh so
0: yeah okay so folks make sure you you follow both of us <laughs> so mm-hmm. we get our coins up <laughs> Sorry. And yes i think haven't they changed it a little bit i think they're about to change it
1: so they changed it where you need 500 subscribers and 3000 okay. watch hours now mm. uh, however it's it's just like you can't Put ads on your videos all you can do is like you can get super chats which is basically like what if you are live someone can say here's like five dollars so it's it's better, it's better than before it's better than before but There's it's always just,
0: a catch yeah,
1: it's not the <laughs> whole thing so i would love if they would make everybody able to make money because they put videos on your ads regardless if you're a or not they're putting videos on your ads so, right
0: yeah. and then i i just wish like once i get there that there was no the skip the ads <laughs>
1: i know right that that would be nice
0: because those are the way that people make money and what how do you like sponsorships because i know you have sponsorships for your uh podcast how did you do you ever get someone like have like sponsoring you on their show anytime
1: I have speaking engagements where like people pay me to speak at different events, or sometimes to do host an Instagram live with them, something like that. Uh, Not really to go on shows like for podcasts and stuff like that. It's usually just free, like something free. But I have been paid. Quite a bit of money to be just speaking at different events, which I love. For me, like I love speaking. <laughs> I talk all the time, anyway. So
0: yeah,
1: I just well get paid for it. Um, yeah. So like I've been paid like five thousand dollars for a thirty-minute segment uh, mm-hmm. at somebody's speak like event. So
0: yes, the last one I saw you at, well, the I remember is the Black Moms Connection, and mm-hmm. I was like, how the heck are you at York Dale's <laughs> and going straight to this thing? Yeah. What is going on here? They're yeah. like, nah, nah nah, sis. <laughs> that was the day before I was like, Yeah. Oh, because the way you love travel.
1: <laughs> I know. Everywhere. Every day I'm here, 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 here. But yeah, I'm like, before I have youths, I need to I need to travel. Okay. <laughs> because they slow no things worry. down a little.
0: You can bring them with you. <laughs> It's, it's free before they're, they're the age two. of two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> my, my baby is about to be everywhere. Okay. Like they're before they're two, they're going to be at 10 countries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what great, or sorry, not great, but what advice would you like? What's another advice you would give someone that's watching us and wants to be a content creator? They're like, I just, I just know it's my passion. Like what's, What's one or two rules that you would tell them to, to
1: do? I would say focus on your consistency. It's great that you can create high quality content. Mm-hmm. But if you're posting once a month, especially at the beginning, you're not actually <laughs> going to get discovered by anybody. So at least try to be consistent. And I've, a lot of people, and I guess my, the, it best would be just start. You know just start because i feel like a lot of people call i have one-on-one calls that i do with people and a lot mm-hmm. of times they're like they're like oh randy i want to become a content creator i've been wanting to become a content creator." i go on their page why are there no videos why are there no <laughs> photos why is there nothing there like i don't understand so i'm always telling them well you need to start before you can talk about all of this so they're like they have these big dreams oh i'm gonna monetize i'm gonna do this i'm like yeah but you haven't posted your first content. <laughs> so first of all, please start, just do it. Don't think about what your friends will say, what your family's gonna say, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing that gets a lot of people, but just worry about you. And exactly. um, yeah, that's the first thing. And yeah. then uh, be consistent once you do put things out. Like it's, it's a long game, it's not a instant success. Some people do find instant success, I will say, but for mm-hmm. the majority of people, it is a long game and you just need to be consistent. Consistency yeah. doesn't mean you're necessarily be the biggest star ever, but it does mean you'll keep getting better and better and better as you keep going. So I think uh and the algorithms reward consistency as well. Like posting regularly. The algorithm, I post five days a week on my Instagram. Instagram loves me. My my posts on Instagram do always do well on Instagram. Yeah. So it's true. And then are you on threads? I am, but I I posted like five times. Like I I can't be I can't be bothered. They tried. They really tried it, okay. But I can't do it. I uh, Twitter <laughs> is my love. I, lo- I Twitter is my favorite app out of all of them. Really? And, yeah. So. Okay. Nice. So Instagram just gonna have to take a back seat <laughs> at this point. Or thread, sorry, not Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have too many apps. I can't be. I can't. It's too many apps. I know. Yeah. So, which ones do you have? as okay, of right have, now i have an instagram account x my twitter x uh-huh. i i i my <laughs> my tiktok xox already my youtube channel um uh, my pinterest i also have a pinterest page so i have threads now but i don't really use it much and i think that might be it And facebook oh yeah facebook yeah. Yeah. <laughs> facebook just like reposting True, true, true. Yeah. and i guess that's
0: a that's a great tip is that you can i i noticed that your tiktoks could be your reels mm-hmm. which could be on facebook and probably could be on linkedin so oh yeah it's LinkedIn like, too. yeah yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah repurpose your content on every platform like i i know a lot of people say oh every platform has a different strategy and everything but at the bare barest minimum just yeah. repost what you currently have on the other platforms as well. Like my video may do 10,000 views on Instagram, but it could do 100,000 views on tiktok if I post that same video there on YouTube, it may get 50 views. (laughs) So (laughs) I can't really tell with YouTube sometimes but um, (sighs) I, I just repost every single platform.
0: Yeah. And do you use YouTube shorts?
1: Yeah, so okay. the only thing is YouTube choices is one minute, whereas all the other platforms you can post up to, like, one minute 30 or TikTok five minutes if you wanted to. So I usually my videos are talking, and I talk more than a minute. So oftentimes they can't be reposted on YouTube, unfortunately. But yeah. when they are less than a minute, I definitely post them on YouTube. Hey, like,
0: boom. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And for the folks that are, like, just coming into this platform and all that stuff what are the three things you wish you knew about money before or even about content actually what are the three things you wish you knew about content creating um from earlier the money, from the
1: money point of view for, when it comes to content creating? yeah yeah okay um first thing that money takes a long time to come and <laughs> creation. I feel like when I when you always hear about YouTubers who are millionaires and they're doing so well and everything, but just know that that's not really the norm. Um it is definitely achievable but it's not the norm for everyone and yeah. i wish people would be a bit more realistic about it that the majority of youtubers are they have second jobs that they're not they're not full-time youtubers so that's one thing i wish i knew i also wish i knew the power of passive income i mean of affiliate income through youtube early on mm-hmm. uh because like Even if you're not monetized on YouTube, you can still make affiliate income by having affiliate links to different companies in your in your bio. And if your community is small but mighty and they love you and they appreciate your recommendations, you can still make money by them clicking on your links and then purchasing things through your links. So that's something I wish I knew because my community has always been like solid and engaged uh, and I could have been posting affiliate links from day one or whenever I started, but I just never did because I thought you needed to have a huge following to make money off of affiliate links. Um, The third thing I wish I knew about money when it came to content creation is actually just how to charge for my services. I didn't really know at the beginning, so I feel like I was charging like nothing for, that's why no one ever pushed back on my rates because (laughs) it was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So That's something that I wish that I knew before. And Mm -hmm. again, I like some and the importance of like talking to other people who are in the niche because they will know what they are charging and then you can compare it to them as well. Like now I help so many people with their brand deals. They tell me, oh, I'm going to charge this. And I'm like, no you're going to charge this. You're not going to charge that. That's too little. Uh, and I wish I had somebody like that who could have told me. Thankfully, I finally did get someone. So when I first quit my job, a brand <laughs> reached out to me and they offered me, or I, they asked for my rates. And I and I said, okay, it's $650 per for a reel. That's what yeah. I Yeah. Mean. And then they like ghosted me, okay? They didn't just <laughs> want, I was like, damn, okay, whatever. This is a big brand. This is a very big brand uh, that we yeah. all love and mm-hmm. was really cool and then um this girl was messaging me and i think she, it was like one of those salary transparency videos like i do like where it's like oh this is how much i made from a real whatever i, yes. pulled, I like reshared it on my story and was like wow like this is so amazing there's money to be made this girl dm me who follows me i follow i follow her back too as well and we we talk via dm sometimes and yes. she works in the influencer marketing space and she was like girl they can charge this much. You should be charging five thousand dollars per reel. I said, Jesus. I said, I said, she said, five. I said, Oh, really? And she's like, Yeah, like, look at how engaged your community is. You are yeah. in a very niche space, and mm-hmm. the clients in your space have big budgets. That's what she told me. And I was like, Okay, sis, I got it. So the brand. Actually came back to me a few months later, and they said, "Hey Rennie, uh, we're ready to proceed. Can you please tell us your rates uh, as of today?" Uh-huh. I said, "My rate is five thousand dollars per reel, and blah blah blah." And then they were like, "Um," and then they screenshotted my old message. I said. I said oh a few months ago you said it was 650 i said yeah at this time i have engaged management and mm-hmm. my manager told me that my rates were not reflective of the market rate so i need to in- i need to um, increase my rates and they said they said we'll get back to you and because i could tell the client really wanted me because it was the agency i was talking to i think mm-hmm. the client really wanted me
0: yeah they
1: were like whatever rate she's charging you have to go and get her and that's yes. what they did so I they paid me for three reels. Yeah. And it was thirty uh, fifteen thousand dollars for those three reels. That's and I've never charged less than that ever since since then. So good
0: for you because yeah. I'm I'm glad you were able. So there's there's one thing that you said is <laughs> once you hear someone say, Oh yeah, that's the price that you have, yeah. perfect. That's when you know you're like, yeah. I messed up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just know that if they accept your rate, it's just like for a salary negotiation. It's like salary negotiation. If they accept, if you tell them, I want $50,000 at this job, and they're like, yep, cool. You just lowball yourself. Yeah. 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 You're like, damn. Yeah. You're
0: like, (sighs) they didn't even try to fight back Maybe like was, really
1: like, hustle a little yeah so red flag that means that you have lowballed yourself and it's just a learning experience next time you'll do better right <laughs> exactly
0: and is there a dream brand deal that you have at the moment
1: you know i okay it's weird <laughs> i really want to work I don't, it's not a brand deal per se but yeah brand deal sure i want to work with sesame street uh to oh. like teach financial literacy to kids and i want to go on sesame street it's not a brand deal i don't think it yeah. would be but what? like guess
0: that still works that still it. works okay.
1: yeah i really would love to do something like that
0: okay so we're gonna manifest that boom let bum,
1: bum. yes put it in <laughs> the air put it in mm-hmm. the air. And then, yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like I also write a hit list of like all the brands that I want to work with every year. And I put them on a list at the beginning of the year. I did it for yeah. this year. So far I've hit like four of them. So I, I feel like I have a lot of you dreams that I have and <laughs> God willing, they'll come to pass. Yeah.
0: Well, that's actually really dope. <laughs> Cause I think the best thing about, like, financial literacy is hitting the kids and all that good stuff. So, yeah, definitely, I am definitely excited for that and all that good stuff. And I know that, you know, when it comes to, I value your time and all that good stuff. So I want to make sure, you know, I'm watching the time and everything. And how can the folks get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Twitter. And they're all at XORenny, except for TikTok, which is at XOXORenny because someone stole my handle. Uh, But yeah, you can find me on all those platforms. I also have a podcast (laughs) called Don't Go Broke Trying. And you can listen to it on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. So Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We also have a YouTube channel called Don't Go Broke Trying. And lastly, we have an Instagram page called at Don't Go Broke Trying. I think you'll really like that because I share quite like basically dilemmas that people have. And I find that people really like those. So yeah, um, yeah, I will They're really
0: dope.
1: (laughs) People love those. Yeah. People
0: love those ones. Yeah. Like, I'm, I really love that you were able to put uh, your dad, especially because yeah, that's daddy. the inspiration. Because, yeah. um, you know, we like you and I both promote like financial literacy and generational wealth. So, showing your dad was the reason why you're able to learn all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. I really think it pushes through with, with other folks. So, Rennie,
1: really?
0: i appreciate you so much i'm definitely gonna put everything in the show notes and all that great stuff and everyone i want you guys to wish Rennie a happy belated birthday it's <laughs> her birthday month
1: yeah, thank you
0: <laughs> and is there anything you want to tell the folks before we go
1: I just want to say thank you for having me, Camille, and thank you all for listening. I hope that this encouraged you to maybe turn your passion into some money if you want to. Maybe, maybe (laughs) you don't have to, but maybe. And I hope that you are doing the best on your financial literacy journey because it's a game changer. It's really a life-changing thing to get financially literate. So, yeah. Right. No, you're doing amazing work. Amazing, amazing work.
0: no you're doing amazing work (laughs)
1: we're both both doing amazing work Uh,
0: uh, uh, and make sure y'all follow rennie on the everywhere everything you see there i'm gonna post but make sure you follow her okay folks and on that note folks make sure you stay blessed on this weekend
1: financial literacy financial literacy, knowledge is a most so link the flip boss, watch the result flaws. and watch your life change and for a better car. you have a business or a plan and want to make it, yeah, flip and floss How they want to manifest it, yeah and if you want to better manage all the credit call the boss, flip and floss, no doubt, then we do it yeah, flip and floss, money literacy boss, yeah, greatness in our blood because you're working for your cause, hmm, flip and floss money literacy boss, yeah, foods up your knowledge for your minimal cost, hey yeah, flip and floss, money literacy boss greatness in our blood because you're working Working for your cars, mm, flipping floss, money literacy bots, yeah. Up, up your knowledge for your minimal costs.